There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be? An Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. That's us. That is. We're here. Hey, it's hey, it's Oak Island Day. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. Let's... All right. So we're a little bit late to getting this uh, podcast recorded, uh-huh. but never fear. Here it is. <laughs> but never fear. Here it is. That is the and best way to put it. We're going to, we're, we're, we're doing what we can to make sure the next one is a little more timely. But we're here to talk about the Fellowship of the Ring Bolt, an exciting episode. I had a great, um, I, I, we've been anticipating this episode all season because. Well, yeah, Ring Bolt. Well, before the season began, as you like to point out very, very often. What? Very often. Um, that Maddie Blake special. Yeah. Before season eight premiered, where Billy Gerhardt, our hero. The one and only. The one and only. Uh, handed Maddie Blake the ring bolt, and we're like, what, 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 what? And so we've been anticipating this episode for a long time, and mm-hmm. boom, last week we got delivered. it. Yes. Oh man, that was. It's nice when you get all these clues, like at the beginning, and you know me, I'm like a little detective. I want to go in and pick apart what they've said and see see what's coming next. You're a regular Nancy Drew. I am a Nancy Drew, but a Deidre White, actually. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I'm wearing my Billy shirt today. Oh, yeah. It's Gearheart Green, right? It's Gearheart Green. You know, this is... Uh... This is something like I'm literally wearing a Billy outfit because I'm wearing shorts and I'm yeah. wearing a long sleeve like Gearheart green shirt. Yeah, that's 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 how I roll. It is how you roll. I look good in these colors. I uh, I, I prefer shorts. There we go, Billy. Thank you, Billy. There you go, Billy. Billy, you're an inspiration for us all. That's right. Fashion inspiration. <laughs> for Fashion me, and least. many other things, yeah. of course. Yeah. So, um, yeah, lots of stuff happened in the swamp this episode. Mm-hmm. We had some action down in the money pit. Oh, geez. Yeah. So we had swamp. We had some analysis going on. Yep. So what do you want to Visiting talk about first? Carmen. Uh, we had some Lot 25, some Samuel Ball stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and before we get into any of that, man, the, the country has taken a real hit with weather this week. Oh, huh? my goodness. All over the place. Yes. We have friends in Texas that have just been like, they've been hit by snow for the first time in probably their lives. <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah. not. Maybe, maybe not. But like. It's it's crazy out there right mm-hmm. now as far as weather goes. Even where we live, we and don't ever get snow, like maybe an inch a year. We get, I mean, we get this every handful of years. Uh, usually we also get the freezing rain and then we're stuck in forever. We, we got somewhere close in the neighborhood of uh, 8 to 12 inches of snow. I want to say in our backyard, it was probably 8, probably got closer to 12 out at Mom's. But Yeah, so it's been like, it's been real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Um, we don't usually get that. I think the last time we got something like that in our neck of the woods was like 2007. Mm-hmm. So that's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't happen very often. And it's not just here. It's everywhere. Yeah. Wait, what, do I have the clip? Uh, um, I, I this one. It's a uh, Markapalooza. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Well, it doesn't really go perfect with it, but no. It's a snowapalooza, and it's everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had any fantastic terryisms this year, I don't think. We've seen less of Terry because they've been not focusing as hard in the money pit. Well, like they've been doing a lot in the money be. pit, 
but we've been like the TV cameras have mm -hmm. been really focused in the swamp. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know. After the next week on, which is now today, today, <laughs> today on the Curse of Oak Island, I think we're going to the money pit. All right, good. Yeah. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. So, do you want to talk about the swamp first or what? I think we should talk about lot 25 first. Oh, sure. Unfortunately, that was where we spent the least amount of time. So mm -hmm. my my notes were smallest there, but I want to talk about Laird's favorite place. This is this is Laird's happy place. It is his happy place. He it's... loves working on the um on the ball property mm -hmm. because that's like his area of expertise, right? Mm -hmm. Like um and like he's told us in the past it was lots like 25 and 26 together merged were like his main estate mm -hmm. but um yeah he that's his jam that's his bread and butter and he's excited to be out there and we had a uh, liz helping him out there wait was this the very same lot that jack bagley was digging his own grave in last i think year? so mm. okay. i think it was well at least he climbed out of that <laughs> i'm glad to see jack back or else thankfully, i would be testing that test thankfully pit. <laughs> jack made it out of his grave mm -hmm. <laughs> out of his test pit that he did his, they his, told him it was a test pit but they told me it was a test grave <laughs> hey jack go dig over there <laughs> oh sorry to jack. Town, we picking on you yeah he went to town so marty and alex uh head over to lot 25 where like we said the ball foundation is to see how work is going out there you got half the trial team out there about 50%. Uh, and they're talking with Laird as who's working on a test pit. And Marty points out, he's like, this isn't the like central foundation of the ball estate, right? Mm -hmm. Like, he's like, no, this is just a stone lined pit. Had a lot of organics, not a, you know much as far as artifacts. And I'm thinking, no, Laird's digging in the, uh, in the compost bin. That's unfortunate. Mm. But I mean, it's all important. Maybe we'll get to find out what Samuel Ball liked to eat besides cabbage. <laughs> he was probably big <laughs> into cabbage. I bet you he was. Yeah. So like you said, uh -huh. Laird's there. Liz is there. Liz kind of gives him a breakdown of what's been what what they've been focusing on at that moment. Uh -huh. And what was it? Actually, sorry. Um, as Marty yeah so let me back up here laird takes them over to liz oh that's right right so mm -hmm. and she's working in an area that they've just started on mm -hmm. and thinks it's an interesting spot she pulls out what is a piece of pottery yep to show them and says it's like a um tortoise shell design yeah it's a tortoise well laird mentions that it's a tortoise shell design but she says it's like a red glaze mm -hmm. And that's the first of that kind that they have seen come out of there. Oh, it really gets started. me back to that first Bobby Dazzler that uh, Gary found that they took to. Um, I don't remember who they took it to, but he was telling about secret recipes. Written in code? Yeah, for red. Mm -hmm. Red pottery? Red glass. No, pottery is a little never, never different, <laughs> especially like with dyes. Red is a really, that's a simpler color to mm -hmm. make mm -hmm. um especially for clothing and stuff you you can find it easier it, out in the it wild. was a joke oh <laughs> <laughs> i'm not My saying bad. that uh, the red uh glazed pottery is the same as the red glass but it it's okay let's move on <laughs> gee thanks but um so they're talking about that they found like a big variety yeah. of stuff yeah. at the location and marty's like 
Okay, so that would have been like a sign of wealth back then, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, lots of stuff. Yeah, if you, if, if you can afford a lot of stuff, mm -hmm. you're rich. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And Laird points out, well, not even just a lot of stuff, but like the variety of stuff that's coming out of there. And there's stuff he hasn't even seen before. Okay, I get a feeling Laird's seen a lot. Laird has seen a lot. You can tell. So. <laughs> If he hasn't seen some of the stuff that's coming out of there, I think that's you know, that's a pretty big deal. Mm -hmm. um, Marty asks if he, while they're looking at the pottery, if he'd be able to date it. And Laird's saying end of 18th into the 19th century, if he had to guess. Mm -hmm. That's about the time of the discovery of the money pit, so checks out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. That's about the time that uh, St. Hubal lived there, so it checks out. <laughs> You know, I mean, like he, he, what'd he say? He said that it all lands solidly within his life. Yeah. So it doesn't seem like it would have been from someone else. It would align with what we think, you know, when he lived there and would it have been someone coming in behind or before. Mm -hmm. Um. I thought it was really interesting. Alex chimes in about the question we've all been having. Mm-mm. What's that? Where what happened to the tunnel from last year when they were doing the um the scope? Yeah, the scope through the tunnel, and then we couldn't get any further, and then the light got you know, it, it was dark and Billy's like ready to tear it up, but you know, yeah, gotta gotta slow your roll. Well, you gotta and, do it not with Billy's trowel, <sighs> unfortunately. I know, but he's you know he's, you gotta do it with it with Laird's trowel, not Billy's trowel. Okay. But apparently Laird's very quick with the trowel. Yes. I mean, rumor has it. You know, I bet yeah, he can like spin it on his hand, kind of like a six shooter. You know, like Wild Wild West, and then like holster it really fast. <laughs> yeah, probably. I bet he can. I bet he's tried. Like, like, even if he can't, I, I bet he's tried. He's tried. <laughs> that was that's probably like a prerequisite to getting into like an archaeology program. Can you spin it from your hip? Mm -hmm. You know. And well, we need to ask him next time we chat with him if yeah. he's ever uh, tried spinning it like a six shooter and put it in a holster. Yeah, we'll have to ask him postseason. Okay, so it's happened. I, I guarantee it's happened. And can you show us? <laughs> but um, he, he whips out his trowel and starts doing like tricks like, with it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Like he's a magician with a coin, you know, on his knuckles. Yeah. Yes, that would be pretty good. Yeah, Alex wants to know where where it went if they ever found it, and Laird says, "I love it." He's just like, "Yeah, <laughs> you know, we did," and Alex is like dot 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 like and? i can see it and he's saying that laird's saying they're gonna do a test pit probably a like meter a meter away. off of it and yeah. see what comes up there and okay yeah that makes sense we'll probably get jack in there digging to see if he can get to the side where the potential tunnel is but as laird has said they are literally just getting started mm -hmm. in here that's why you know, it's not really cleared out. We've still got a lot of tall grass. Yeah, this is like Laird's baby, too. Oh, yeah. You know, what he's doing there is probably after hours. Like, everybody's getting ready to go home. He's in the twilight hours because he's he's probably all day working in the swamp. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, I got to give some attention to my baby. And he goes up to Lot 25 to do his work up there. Isn't the island, like, Rick's baby? But so, but this lot, I guess, is Laird's, like... He's like the sub baby. I, I don't know. Sub baby. So <laughs> Is that like the baby you get in a cake today? 
submerged baby in cake because today's Mardi Gras. Oh, it is? I yeah. So. That means you'd get a king cake with a little baby in it. Laird's baby. Laird's baby. What are we talking about? You're weird. Stop. Maybe we should send him a king cake <laughs> next year. Why? I don't know. Cause... So he can dig and find the baby? And it's like, hey, Laird, you haven't been finding much <laughs> lately. Here, find a baby. No, he's been finding plenty, okay? Leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send it to Jack because he knows instantly to dig. And we'll see if he'll time himself to how fast he can find Because it's tiny. If you don't know what a king cake is, uh, it's like a Mardi Gras uh, tradition. It has a tiny baby in it. <laughs> okay? Don't eat the baby. Please That's don't. the moral of the story. <laughs> okay. This has to stop. Yeah. All right. This is out of control. All right. So we're kind of wrapping up about 25. Laird's doing some work. Laird's, Laird's doing, Liz is doing some, some work. work. And on the next time on, all of a sudden, we see it's like, it's cleared out, right? Ooh. And there's like, I I just remember seeing this flash and I was like, dang, let's quick with the trowel. And then in the in my head, all I'm seeing is just spinning it on his finger. Yeah. <laughs> you know, putting it in his holster and blowing it off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. With the... With with his very special trowel. Okay, You're hang jealous. on. I am jealous, yeah, actually. I Laird, can I be your apprentice, please? Oh my gosh, did I just want get my with notes actual out of credentials? Order? Yeah, probably. I mean, I wouldn't blame him. All right, so are we going to the money pit or are we going to the swamp? You pick. Well, <clears throat> might as well save the uh, biggest reveal for last, even though we already talked about it at the top of the show. But let's do the money pit. Okay. <laughs> All right, so at the money pit, the first time we get there, we see Scott, Terry, Steve. Mm -hmm. Terry's asking Steve if they have a number for this case, this uh, micro case on. Yes, it is CD. I guess not really case on. No, it's yeah, it's a borehole. CD eight point five. Dang, he's putting the CD in. See, I got that one wrong on uh, Oak Island trivia last night. Mm -hmm. We had one of our friends and one of our listeners, mm -hmm. Agnes uh, Brooks, right the Oak Island trivia questions. Mm -hmm. And I was sure it was like CB uh, 8.5. Well, I could see where you get CD and CB and all that, but you know, it would be less confusing if we just went back to the old naming system. <laughs> just okay. gonna give that a rest. I know. It's not, that, it's, not it's not the end of the <sighs> okay. world that they're doing uh, the numbers and I you don't prefer. I understand it. I I know why it's that way. I don't think you understand I know it. with oh I clearly understand it. I understand the five foot by five foot squares, and then within it we're dissected up and onto our two and a half feet square. Well, who told you that? It. Well, simple math, and then also there's the fact of the interview that the Curse of Oak Island and Beyond did mm. with, with uh, Meow Meow Nevin. Who with Meow Meow Nevin and so Stephen of Guptill Guppy also known mm -hmm. as um and him explaining that i submitted i may have submitted a question as far as not liking the way that they're naming it right now mm. and gave and was giving them a hard time and they may have knew exactly who it was they didn't say it was you <laughs> not at first and they're like oh it's uh, that one gal from that, that crazy one podcast really annoying gal that won't let it it's rest. from that one that gal from that podcast where they don't take anything seriously <laughs> and they we laugh too, too much <laughs> we I take know. it seriously that's just funny. It's it just funny, funny that they they pegged you. 
Yeah. Oh, they totally pegged me. I will behave myself from now on and mm-hmm. stop giving them such a hard time. I just had to say my piece. I've heard that like for the past 10 years out from my own life and my own like. Oh, I've uh, never things. promised you anything. Well, why? Like. Well, you just said for the last 10 years, but I want to be clear. I've never made any promises. Oh, know. hey. Emma. What's up, Emma? Can we help you? Sweetheart, our daughter just joined us. And wants to be part of this podcast today. <laughs> okay. And I don't know what she's doing, but whatevs. We love you, Emma. All right. Um, so continuing at the money pit, mm-hmm. Clotworthy, Robert, uh, goes on to explain that they are uh, hoping that they are in the Tupper shaft. And we get an animation that shows um, CD 8.5 being right into one of the walls. Right. Not left, right. No, in the center. Like within, so not the, the right, wall. not no, the left, no, in the center, in the center. Okay. Uh, so and then we get we have three mini sausages uh, that look like they're ready. We hear Terry say that, "Oh look, it looks like we have ten feet ready," <laughs> and seems like I'll go get them. And he picks it up, and there's a section that starts at eighteen feet, twenty-four feet, and twenty-eight feet. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "Okay, Steve picks it up," and you're just like flings i was like dang are those things light because he's used to it it's part of his job you know when you get when you're at a job and you're doing something over and over again you get really good at like whatever so he has really strong sausage slinging muscles like back in the day i would like work in uh grocery Mm -hmm. and stock shelves Mm -hmm. man i got so good i got so good and not just stocking the shelves, but like riding on a pallet jack, mm-hmm. like it's a scooter. Man, I used to like almost fall off of it at first, but after time, you become a pro and you could go like do like cookies. Yeah. Like I'm at the Daytona 500 or something, you know? The Daytona 500. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Back so to, we have three, the money three mini sausages at 18, 24, and 28 feet. They come over and Terry's like, wood at 24. Woo-woo! And Scott's excited because he's like, more wood. Yeah, this is what we want to say. <laughs> I f- it felt like there should have been um, a sound effect of a crowd cheering in the background. Or like one of those horns. Pew, 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 pew. Yes. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> I was thinking funny. the crowd goes wild. <gasps> yeah, that too. Yeah, I like the Probably air both. horn though. Both yeah, would be good. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, someone uh, like brings out the horn right behind Guppy and just like gives him a heart attack. Oh, that's so mean <laughs> i would die pew, 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 pew. i i would i i would lose my mind and at that point you're lucky to be wearing a helmet because you like hit the ground hard <laughs> and wah. yeah he could probably take it though probably especially if he's wearing his helmet like scott always tells him to steve's a tough guy he could take it all right so um then what then what yeah then what happens like they're excited about the wood Mm-hmm. And they're you like, know, well, I guess we're taking crowd, it all the way to the bottom with this the one. The crowd goes wild. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's like, yes, of course, we're going to take it all the way to the bottom. Scott recommends that, doesn't he? Mm, yeah. yeah. I, I think he kind of implies that that needs to happen. For sure. For shizzle my whistle. Yeah. Hey, where'd the rest of my money pit note go? That's all. That's all the money pit we got this week. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I also so they're going down the wall, and I remember kind of giggling to myself. And Scott's like, "Yeah, let's see if it 
you know, maybe it'll walk on the inside a little bit and then we'll get to the, um, get some of the floor. And I'm thinking, okay, Scott, you can't tell the well <laughs> where it's got to go. Don't get too bossy. All you can do is cross your fingers and hope. Yes. I mean, oh. he is the project manager, but I don't think he can control inanimate objects. I don't think so either. No. Mm -mm. Maybe we should ask him. Maybe he can. Maybe that's why he suggested it. And maybe that's why he is the project manager. Uh, maybe. Maybe he has magical powers and we just. Oh. Maybe know. he has uh, like telekinesis powers where he can guide it where it wants to go. Maybe that's what needs to be on the back of his superhero card Ooh, when we ever do snap. it. Snap. Was that a slight if you ever do it? If. <laughs> Let's go talk about the swamp. Swamp time. Swamp. Or do you want to talk about Carmen Leg? Well, I don't know. Hmm. Norville Farm. It's a very short little thing. It is. Okay. Uh Doug and Scott mm -hmm. go hang out with Carmen. Yep. Uh they bring Carmen a lock that was found on lot 13 by Gary. Mm -hmm. And it was something from a few episodes ago, right? It wasn't like yeah. very recent. We get the flashback of where so Rick and Gary had pulled it up and remember we, what we were talking about is mm -hmm. that what, what was this lock for? And to me, I instantly thought it kind of looked like something off like an old trunk or something, but Gary and um, Rick speculate maybe off of a cabinet or a door. I mean, it's pretty big, mm -hmm. so it would be potentially used for something like that. Uh, Robert Clotworthy lets us know that um, Laird cleaned it up and conserved it. Mm. Good job, Laird. Sorry, Ter Terry Barasa. You're going to sit this one out. Sorry. I thought he was a conserver cons how do you say? conservator. Conservator. There you go. That word. Yeah. But, I mean. Hey, Laird, you know what? If you have to have a backup. Uh, if you have to have Laird, a backup. Laird's a pretty good backup. Laird's an amazing <laughs> first place. If you have to have a backup. I'm going to tell him on you <laughs> um so like i was saying gary originally thought from a lock or a cabinet or a drawer but carmen suggests it's actually a lock or lacked from what would have been like a a trunk a chest or a box and it's double bolted which would be something you would want very secure i don't know what i'd want very secure i i do treasure Treasure I would want security. Gold. Saying it's not your spendables. Mm, spendables. It's not your standard like travel locker. You know, it, it, the mechanism inside is much more complex and complicated than that. So I mean, that's a good sign. Mm -hmm. Lot thirteen is a is a swamp lot, but they were on less squishy land, if you will. But I, you know, it seems like a lot was happening in the swamp. I'm, I want to know what happened to the rest of the box. Well, maybe it had drawers on the inside and they had like a painted gold, you know, with a little knob, the little knobby knob that Gary yeah, found a couple weeks but ago. But what happened to what was in the box? I'm a little concerned because like if the lock and stuff was. What if Samuel Ball uh, found it? Uh, maybe just leaves a lock behind yeah i mean like if you ripped open this box or whatever and you found what was inside and you just leave the box and run i can mm. see why over time so the, you're essentially calling um samuel ball a litter bug i'm calling um someone that found treasure if it is 
Samuel Ball. I, I, I don't know. I'm just worried that that it's gone well it could be completely unrelated to any treasure too so okay fine. well I, I don't know I, it could just be something from the ship that was burnt in the swamp you know like if they put a ship in the swamp mm -hmm. and burned it and you know the metal's got to go somewhere mm -hmm. and they're gonna dig it up one day and send it to carmen lake one day and get and have him render an opinion that's just how things work on okay okay, okay. my bad my bad mm -hmm. right so yeah i mean scott looks excited yeah it, it's cool it's cool fine but you know until we know more we may never know more eh. on to the next thing i don't know i i'm just really excited for tonight and the whole i mean rick looks giddy like they're getting giddy for getting close to the hmm. actual money pit I didn't really see the preview, I guess. I well, saw the preview because, okay, so right at the end of the episode, they didn't show the preview. They went into that new History Channel show, mm -hmm. uh, The Food That Made America. Mm -hmm. And I actually watched that first episode. It was kind of fun. Mm -hmm. It was kind of fun. Um, and they did have an, a preview, mm -hmm. like 10 or 15 minutes in, about the Curse of Oak Island. But I don't remember any of it. Mm. Well, good thing I'll have to fill you in. There's also the most recent one that's been uploaded on the History app, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. which gave something a little bit different which was to me very exciting because that's where rick looked pretty giddy and they said looks like we're headed to the money pit money pit baby all right okay cool. cool cool are we done with uh checking out the lock peace out carmen good to see you bud it is good to see ya all right and then oh i don't know if this really needs to be brought up but carmen leg didn't have subtitles this episode so good yeah good just throwing it out there. Them. Yeah. I know that's been a subject of debate across the internet for quite a while. Yeah. I think and people we got, are like, why are we subtitling him? We got it. We got what he's saying. Yeah, exactly. Right. Let's go back to the very beginning of the episode. We yes. got the swamp, some swamp action with uh, Rick Lagina uh -huh. hanging out with Tom Nolan. I haven't seen him in a while. I haven't seen him since uh, he broke his uh, thingy, right? The. Uh, scoop thing the excavator or the backhoe it wasn't a big one i think it was a backhoe yeah yeah remember when he broke the backhoe and yeah he's like he's like ashamed and he's like i gotta go off the island for a while <laughs> yeah he must have been working a lot because yeah. it's you know it's a nice day and he shows up and he's like what <laughs> is that <laughs> like he genuinely looks like this is the first time he has seen it yeah. and rick's probably like hey tom's back let's we gotta show him and it, I wish they would like would have blindfolded him or something and been like, what? <laughs> what is this Do road doing in you? the swamp? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Rick says that is the proper question to ask. And he's thinking, he's scratching his head saying, we've been asking ourselves that for a while. <laughs> yeah. Tom points out how amazing it is to see something in a place like this. It's not supposed to be there. Uh, no. It's not. I, I concur with that statement. And if it wasn't for Dr. Spooner, being like huh something weird here and then like clank 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 man did dr spooner like save this season or what dr spooner is a hero in and of himself we should just send him a cape swamp doctor yo yeah killing it no longer he he's no longer swample stiltskin he hasn't been okay but I i've keep, been trying to make that a thing i know you need to slow your <laughs> roll so i i think back to the beginning of the year and we were seeing this 
cofferdam, right, mm -hmm. that was going to go into the area for them to excavate around there. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if, I mean, they knew going in, they were going to dig what they could after draining. I wonder how much these plants have changed with all these new things being discovered, or if they're going to push off doing that, or if it happened, I don't know, just thinking ahead, um, and they had such a dry year, they've been able to really get a lot done in that section without needing those. Yes. 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 That's just a hypothesis. I feel like maybe it didn't happen. Didn't happen? Yeah, like they didn't put the the things in this year. Did we see any type of material go across the causeway? No. What what things? Okay, remember like what they did in Smith's Cove the with the coffer dam? dam? Yeah. yeah. And you know, usually um, Yeah, they weren't doing that at all yet. They didn't they call that off? No, they were waiting for the sheet piling to show up because it was at a different job. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying I wonder if it happened at all. And because we were wondering whether but... or not they were gonna change the plan on it. Okay, so it hasn't happened on the show yet, yeah. but we've we saw it happen. What do you mean we saw it happen? Oak Island from the other side of the causeway posted pictures of Okay, that's that what material. I was asking. Yeah. Is did we ever see material show up? Yeah. Because I didn't like, remember that. Yeah, so Oak Island, you know, this is a little bit of like spoiler mm -hmm. territory or something, I guess. Well, I don't know. But like late in the year, might have been sometime in September. Okay. They had, um, yeah, there was like the the stuff to, for to build a coffer dam went across the causeway. Okay, see, I didn't remember. I'm pretty that. sure, yeah, I remember it happening, and I have a bad memory. So, well, that's I don't know. saying something. It must have been really important to you then. Maybe people in the chat would remember. Uh, we don't usually interact a lot with chat during the podcast, but maybe if they remember, let us know, and we'll try to check it out. All right, so yeah, Aaron, Miriam, Liz, Gary, Scott, all hanging out, mm -hmm. doing their work stuff at the swamp while this is going on. Clotworthy is talking about the massive stone pathway on the east side of the swamp. Um, and there's an aerial view of the swamp in, with two pathways highlighted. So the yeah. big main one. Yeah. And, and then, then there's like a narrow one that's like skirting the edge of the swamp, right? Yeah, it looks like there was kind of like the hard turn right mm -hmm. and but you're seeing what they've uncovered kind of up that eastern edge and then like you said the main one that they've been able to get in right now the eastern edge is where billy's and them are trying to you know on the uplands portion pull away and see if they can find where using where it's Bill going next we're using billy's trial up billy's trial yeah the there's only so many archaeologists and they're probably like let us do it but <laughs> uh you know they got to get some work, some other work done. Sorry, well, sorry, they, trial team. They pause. It's a fellowship you know. of the dig, not the fellowship of the trial. <laughs> <laughs> but they have to have it because you know they have to have certain permitting and such in areas. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, where was I? So, like Rick and Tom are talking. Mm -hmm. Rick says, uh, "What do you think your father would make of this?" You know, talking about um, Fred Nolan mm -hmm. and. Tom says that he'd love to see this, and he knows that he was such a big proponent of the swamp and felt it played like a big role in whatever happened here. And to just see something like this here now, 
I don't know what he would say. Well, he would say, I was right. I told you so. It made me laugh. <laughs> and Rick says, I kind of say that to my brother. <laughs> yeah, because now Marty's changing his tune. He's like, I was always pro swamp. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I remember when you wanted to quit on the swamp. Sure, Marty Lagina. Mm -hmm. Sure. Sure, bro. It's on camera. We know. We know. Yep. So Rick and Tom decide to go get, uh, they, they want to get some more lowdown. They uh -huh. get Aaron Taylor over there. Uh, Aaron gives him, gives some opinions about what's going on. Uh -huh. Rick then like says, wait a second. I see something. Yeah. As they're and, talking about the infrastructure underneath yeah. and the debate is, did Rick fall in or did he jump in? He jumped in. I think he intended to jump and it turned into a fallish, nah. and then he played it super cool. He is super cool. And I think it happens enough because Scott's just standing there and it doesn't phase him at all to see where I don't think he he stumbled whatsoever. I think I think that was his plan the whole time. Uh he just huh. jumped in. Uh-huh. It's to That's, be debated. It's I have made a gif and I can tell you there's a little bit of fall action. Mm, I don't just believe a it. tiny bit. I'll have to see that footage uh -huh. again. <laughs> Roll the tape. Yeah, I don't, I don't recall. It's okay if he fell, Rick. It's okay. Anyways, he shoves his hand in there. He's like, what? Did you say there was like some wood? Or... So why did he jump in there in the first place if he didn't immediately go to the thing that he's like, hey, look at that. Well, and that's what he said. He, he's like, what's that? Because he saw like the hole or whatever, mm -hmm. right? And stuck his hand in there and he couldn't feel anything. But then he said there was another layer of stones underneath. And then what felt to be wood, and then they found charcoal on top. How many how many roads are here? <laughs> it's like road laid upon road. Well, yeah, you have to have like your bottom. Yeah, right. There's one road from the 1200s, one road from the 1300s, one road from the 1400s. Like they're just gonna keep going down and find more roads. They just keep building. No, because on top they of... find sticks. I know. Excuse it... me. Oh, I I can't. <sighs> I I can't. You can. Let's no. keep going. Anywho. Anywho. Anywho what? Sorry. Aaron jumps down and starts looking, um, looking at everything with Rick as he's digging through the dirt because, you know, you can't slow that guy down. And they get to, you know, a bunch of little sticks and kind of cut up wood, which I was talking about. And they agreed that the sticks... On the sticks and stones under the pathway are definitely something that Dr. Spooner would and should take a look at. Needs to look at. Mm -hmm. And they agreed that it's definitely part of the structure itself. Yeah, but then they find a little bit of something else. A little, little nugget. A little bit of coal. It's like a coal. nugget of coal. A, a nugget. Charcoal. Well, and like Scott points out, they seem to, at this point, they should have bags of the stuff. And they just keep finding it. And we've seen it come up multiple times. Multiple areas. In multiple areas. And it's just, I, I don't know. It's it's a lot. And like we see a Marty interview where he says that the only time we know coal was used in any volume on the island, at least as far as search goes, was 1860 or beyond. There's no need to burn coal on the island in the surge until then as far as they know so what's the coal for is that a whole nother mystery in itself 
I don't know if they're finding so much of that coal. There's processes that they can use in a lab now to turn into diamonds. I think that's their treasure at this point. Yeah. So hang on to the bags of <laughs> coal and get a bunch of diamonds. Um, how much money would you have to put in to it to turn your coal into diamonds? I don't think the return mm. on investment there is going to be a good one. If it's a dollar, it's worth it. If it's a dollar? If, if, if it's any kind of profit. Yeah. If there's a profit, <laughs> I think they... I don't think they'd even break even <laughs> with the amount of money that's gone on in there. Oh, geez. So between that, um, between the swamp section and the next swamp section, they do go to the war room. Let's talk about it. Rick, Alex, Doug, Jack, Scott, uh, Gary, Craig. Um, they're all talking to Dr. Krista Brousseau, mm -hmm. but we have a special guest in the war room, David uh frenetti uh -huh. and we have the triumphant return to the island of paul troutman woo -woo. Woo -woo. that's where we get the boo -boo -boo -boo. <laughs> you do it better <clears throat> sure sure yeah i guess yeah, I but must practice paul's back paul's back they didn't make a big deal of it because he's probably been back and we haven't it's just because he's back to us doesn't mean he just got there hmm. well he's you know what paul we troutman is in the war room that's a reason to celebrate in my book. Well, yeah, I, I mean, very we've seen him, him via video conference and <clears throat> such. Yeah, well, I was excited to see him. Like, I really was. Well, so, I can tell. Welcome back, Paul Troutman. <laughs> uh, so Craig is <clears throat> there to tell him something exciting. Well, mm -hmm. Dr. Rousseau is actually, but he's talking about the uh, nail from C9 that they pulled out of there last uh, week. Yeah, last week. Or two weeks ago now. Mm -hmm. And then we got <laughs> the preview on uh, earlier in the year. Mm -hmm. And this is that piece of wood or wood, piece of metal within the wood that Rick popped open at the table. Yep. And seems to be from a newly discovered shaft. And the goal is to see if it roughly dates to the tupper shaft so they've got confirmation of what what they're in right i mean you want to confirm whether or not your dates line up and have accurate data yeah yeah if someone wasn't really paying super close attention to this and they hear dr brousseau say yeah it's consistent with iron that would not predate 1840 mm -hmm. like that's almost like ah like Aww, a disappointment yeah. but if you're paying attention and you see the smile on Rick Lagina's face. He's like, whoa, yeah. that's an aha. Yeah. They did find the tupper shaft. Yeah. It's it's the confirmation yeah. of the data. And when you, now when you mark it on your map or whatever, you, you feel confident in knowing that is indeed the tupper shaft. And why is that important? Because the tupper shaft, we know where its location was in relation to the money pit. 10 feet away. Right. And then they went on to say, we've never had anything this close. And I'm thinking to myself, what about Shaft 2? Mm -hmm. But was Shaft, maybe Shaft 2 wasn't what they thought it was. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's very, 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 very possible. No. Um, and may, maybe there was enough movement that that was a problem. But if you also have the information from Shaft 2, and let's say it was indeed Shaft 2, and then we also have the information of the Tupper Shaft, and we can get the four corners, hopefully it's in place enough that we get that then we can really start to triangulate in closer and closer to the money bit 
And the closer we can do to that, the more opportunity for a realistic big dig that would hmm. produce results. It still needs to be over 100 feet wide. It may not be. I mean, we would like it to be. Yeah. But after hearing about Agnes's dream last night mm -hmm. on the uh, um, Oak Island trivia, mm -hmm. I want there to be a big, big dig so that they can turn that whole thing into an amusement park. Uh, Agnes, who was our uh, clue or uh, uh, question writer for trivia, shared with us that she had a dream about Oak Island and how there was like it, got, it was basically transformed into an amusement park or at least a giant ride. And the end of the ride, you go through the uh, money pit and then you come up through one of the flood tunnels out in the Smith's Cove. And that's like the end of the ride. Okay, but like, I want to do it. I don't know that that's a good idea with all the artifacts and the, you know, you don't really merge like amusement park Shh. and like. I love amusement parks. That's my I jam. Know. I know. I know. Just because it's not your jam, don't ruin it for people like me. Don't ruin it for people like you. All right. So we do end up going back to the swamp. Mm -hmm. Scott and Billy are there um, with dueling excavators. Yeah, they're both on either side of the same pit for digging kind of made me uh made me chuckle if yeah you will. so rick and spooner are kind of between them and uh holding off a fight between the excavator sorry scott i think billy would win yeah so, uh, it's, it's very... just it's just the way that it is bro that's just the way it is <laughs> all right so um spooner gets into the mud in the muck right mm -hmm. and rick um because Spinner's like, I should be helping you with that. Because Rick's in there just like using his hands, putting stuff in a bucket. And Rick's a doer. He is a doer. And Spinner's like, calm down. Let me come join. And so they're both like doing the hand digging and going through everything. Which so Billy does too. We'll I see know. that later. <laughs> yeah, I we actually both really laughed about that. And they get into like the lots of twigs and branches and less rocks because they're getting underneath the pathway which we were talking about with aaron taylor earlier and i find it interesting that spooner points out i mean this was definitely on purpose look at there's a lot of like axe chips like wood chips um the these were things that were definitely cut on purpose in order to go in here yep and there would have been a lot of cutting going on because we're seeing all these little pieces it comes back to date the stick date the road just like we did with the paved stone area that's the words i'm looking for there you go yes 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 make it so make it so make it so make it so and so we do go back to the war room again uh yeah. We got uh, Marty. Or wait, sorry. No, wait no a we're second. not done yet. No. We're not done with that part yet. Man, we're all over the place. So Billy's pulling. Yeah, so they have Scott doing scoops out from one side. Yeah. And then they're like, hey, Scott, can you grab this one thing? Mm -hmm. And he's like, nah, I can't. Sorry. A. He's saying <laughs> it would probably be better for Billy, who's on the other side and the dueling excavator, yeah. to go ahead and sorry to pull 
because Scott would get like some of the rocks and such from yeah. where he's at, it'd mm-hmm. probably be better for Billy to do it. And so Billy does. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Billy does what Billy does. He he does his Billy trowel precision, if yeah. you will. And then they start taking a closer look at the layer underneath, and Spooner exclaims, "Holy crow, oh. Batman!" Okay, he doesn't include Batman. He should. He, but Holy Crow, so that's very exciting. I figured that would be a question on Oak Island Trivia last night. But what, Holy wasn't. Crow? Yeah. I think you've used that on one before. Have, so yeah. they were thinking, nah. Yeah, probably. So back to Date the Wood, Date the Road. Mm-hmm. And then the next morning, they get back into the swamp. And Billy's Gary, digging again. Yeah, Billy's digging. Him and uh, Gary. Gary gets a hit in the spoils pile. And it's a crazy looking old lock. Yeah, it looks like it's still it's locked. Like a, it's like literally like a padlock. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, old. Yes. But they didn't seem super stoked about it. They're probably like, oh, Gary, you know, they, pro- they just probably didn't air Gary saying, oh, yeah, that's probably like early 1900s or something. Maybe. I mean, it's, it's hard to say. It, it looks old. It needs to get cleaned up, and I'm sure they took it to Laird because apparently, to me, does. to me, it looked like something that wouldn't be out of place, like uh, for Harry Houdini getting locked up in like a straitjacket or something, you know, like that kind of era. It, it didn't look, it, it looked like you know, 1900s to me. But I'm not, I'm no expert. It was covered <laughs> in swamp. Like, how can you possibly think? You couldn't tell its basic shape. Yeah, I could, and it didn't look like a master lock. You go to the store and get pull off the shelf these days, you know. No, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't look like I that. I know, and I'm saying it looks more like what Houdini would have used back in the day. Okay, I think it's older than Houdini. It could be. Could it be? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh. All right, so we go to the war room. Thank goodness. Craig, Marty, and Jack meet to talk about what's going on in the money pit. Mm-hmm. So I guess we could have added this to the money pit section, but it's all good. Um, Craig tells him about the progress at CD 8.5, and it appears that they have a hit at the Tupper Shaft. Uh, Craig goes on to say that they think that the next step is to define the Tupper Shaft, like you said. Mm-hmm. Get the edges. Get the edges. And if they're looking at a 10-foot by 10-foot shaft, it's hard to say what direction to go at that point. Mm-hmm. So basically, they're telling, asking Marty, like, okay, let's say the Tupper Shaft is this 10 by 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, we only have so long with the drill rig and everything and the season we don't know what wall we're in so where do we go <laughs> what what are your thoughts yeah, define it define opinions? it out yeah someone's gotta pull that trigger and say make that choice marty does say at this point you know what i am so sick of finding wood and they all laugh because they know the feeling they're all giggling about it um, so they're limited on time and Craig is wanting just Marty's opinion, what direction to go. And Marty just says, do the thing, make it so. <laughs> just, just do it. Just try to follow the wall. I'm in, I mean, they're already at this point, like Scott said, hoping they can get a little bit of the floor and walking inside. Yeah. But... It's almost like here at home though. You're like, you ask me about something and you're like, I just want you to make the decision. Yeah. Just, just do it. Just Tell me what to do. I I will narrow it down to a couple choices and be like, and I'm fine with either one. I just, I need you to make a decision. So are you really fine with either one? Yes. Or else I wouldn't give you those options. Mm. 
I give options that I am fine with either one so that I don't care. Yeah, but from my perspective, I have to still say to myself, which one does she really want? No, that's Which never... one's going to make her less mad at me? Neither. That's never the issue. Yeah, I but then you always end you... up getting more mad at me. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Because Only I'm not... Because I don't want... you won't make a choice. Because I, I don't want to make the decision. I need you to make a choice. <laughs> Calm down. It's okay. Hey, I'm going to make a choice. Let's move on to back to the swamp in this uh recap okay sounds great all right swamp time gary billy craig steve they're up in the uplands on the east side of the swamp looking um for which direction the stone path is headed yes uh <laughs> billy's digging and gary's metal detecting and we hear billy say uh can you check over here for a little bit so he's uh giving a little little direction to mm -hmm. the gary there and Gary gets a hit and it's iron. Uh, Craig digs and they pull out what looks to be like a decorative piece of iron. Um, and they aren't really sure what it is. So they call Aaron over, who mm -hmm. seems to be running a lot of swamp stuff right now. I'm he's, thinking he's Laird point. must be. What, 25? Yeah. So Aaron's in charge over at the swamp since the uh, we've cut off the head of the snake up at the other location so mm -hmm. i think we saw him like when they called him over he was with miriam i believe mm -hmm. and so yeah i mean liz and aaron or liz and laird seem to be missing in action are they goofing off no they're probably over digging up samuel ball's property yeah they're probably in a test pit or two <laughs> and it just aaron's like yeah it does kind of look bracelety or um even as gary suggests uh maybe a piece of a handle it's weird how Gary was holding it, and then he handed it to uh, Dr. Aaron Taylor, mm -hmm. and he kind of turned it around and made it more of a bracelet, because mm -hmm. Gary had it, held it like, it was like a big letter S kind mm -hmm. of deal. So I don't know. It's it, I wonder which way it actually goes. But maybe we'll learn more, because they did say that it had like scroll work on it, or mm -hmm. as Gary said, it was like really ornate. Yeah, that was definitely So yeah, hopefully we'll learn more. Hopefully we'll learn more. Well, and then... Gary says once it I mean everybody agrees once it's cleaned up they can see how it fits together so once we know how it actually fits together then we might know more what it is whether it goes in an S or in a circle we'll see is we it an O or is it an S <laughs> I just don't know SOS yes yeah you'd need like a few more pieces but they also suggested um well at least gary did sending it off to dr brousseau um and i mean if it predates the money pit that's that's good, good information for them it's a real good find all right steve steps in takes a mark for the location that mm -hmm. was a trivia question last night uh, of course <laughs> and he tells aaron that uh he's calling it seawall iron two so he can put the same thing on the bag mm -hmm. there you go so that they're mash and i'm going seawall iron too that just oh, it seems like I, i'm sure it makes sense to them just like the money pay i'm sure right. it does so uh <laughs> gary goes back to scanning and billy says i'm ready for another bobby dazzler gary yeah he he's ready for it and he gets a big hit gary's excited and it, it cracks me up because because billy if billy's getting out of the excavator to come down and dig for Gary. This is a big deal. Like this has to be a big deal. And then what does Billy do? 
uh, he digs with his hands. With his bare hands. He has no gloves, nothing. Billy, this guy's hardcore. We knew that before, but he's just like, sure, let's see what it is. So I pulled up this uh, image here. Mm -hmm. This is what Billy needs. Why does he need purple ones? Well, this is just the, the first image that popped up. So these are some, uh, I'm showing to the uh, camera now for our live stream, mm -hmm. a uh, Amazon listing for some gloves that have like claws on the end of them. Mm -hmm. So he could better dig with uh, with his hands. Uh, we we actually joked hands. a long time uh, about getting Jack some of these because mm -hmm. it's like, it would be a perfect be Jack perfect. stuff. It's perfect but Jack you know stocking what? stuffer. Billy needs these too. I guess everybody Because he got them. a lot of mud on his hands. Yeah, he did. I don't think he cared. He probably didn't care. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, so, okay, hey, is that better? Green. Yeah. Green's better. That's that's a Gearheart color anyway. Um, and I wouldn't even call that green. That's more of like a turquoise. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely it, is. Anywho, let's go back to um, what they find. What did they find? What, well, is, what did they pull up out of the the earth? Well... It's uh, the the ring bolt. I mean, we're on the Fellowship of the Ring Bolt. That's the name of this episode, right? And this is the one that we've seen handed to Maddie on the preseason, and it's huge. Yeah, it's about what eighteen inches. I would say so. Yeah, like a foot. Our and gnomes half. are eighteen inches, so and yeah, that... I'd say a, it might even be longer. I mean, it and it has be. the little like could flare be about at the feet. bottom. Yeah, and then. The big old ring on the top, and it probably the ring part of the ring bolt. Yeah, the ring part of the ring bolt. It could have been in a stone, it, or it could have been off of a ship, or all these different options. But possibilities are endless, people. It is, and it's very likely like Gary's waving it around, and it's like a scepter. Now. <laughs> it is, and I just keep seeing it as like the eye of Ra. And light shining through it to the place where they need to dig for the treasure. But we all know it's... then. Huh? Give it to Dan Hensky. He knows Seriously, where to just let him walk around with it. Mm -hmm. And it's probably one of the ring bolts like Fred Nolan had found. And yep. they went out looking for them before, earlier in the season. Um, based off of the Nolan survey plans. And we saw Steve and everybody. Uh, Steve, Doug, Gary, and Rick went looking for him and they found the stone and then the potbelly stove pieces instead of a ring bolt. Oh, you meant you meant Doug went with them. Yeah. I thought you meant Steve Doug, like dug a hole. He did, actually. <laughs> and it, it's funny because in that episode, Doug was holding the prison pole of truth. <laughs> he was. And, <laughs> and Steve was digging. The, the universe is all messed up. It was like it was almost like they're in Wonderland at the Mad Hatter tea party. Everything was upsy daisy. Upsy daisy. Yeah, like uh, I don't know. Isn't that the thing where they um, it's opposites or whatever. Yeah, but I I, I, I guess I haven't heard of the upsy daisies. Let's move on. Okay, I think that's a good idea. Anyways, uh, Gary's super excited and calls it a piece of a real piece of Oak Island history. And Billy's holding the ring bolt covered in swamp. Yep. It was Craig, a good day. He looked excited. Yeah. Craig comes around. He's like, what the heck is that? <laughs> well, it made me laugh because they're over there having a good time. Yeah. Craig is away. And it's like, you know, 
the parent coming around the corner and he's like, what are you guys up to? What the heck is that? <laughs> it's like, you know, when the kids get too quiet and you're like, oh no, something went wrong. Oh, I know that feeling. And Craig's like thinking, why didn't you tell me sooner what you got going on? <laughs> I, I just saw that, that dad look at them. Yeah, so they show him the ring bolt. Craig's super impressed. He says that they need to give Rick a call. So they of get course. Rick in there. And Rick is just like, he, he has the wide eyes of a kid on Christmas morning. Yeah, Rick shows up. He, he brings in reinforcements. And he says, I always judge the quality of the find based on Gary's Cheshire cat grin. See, it all comes back to Alice in Wonderland. Ah, that's it all comes true. back to Wonderland. But they haven't they haven't showed him or told him what it is yeah. yet. Yeah, Gary's like hiding it behind his back. Yeah, because, yeah, right. you know, they like to do a little reveal. Mm -hmm. So for Laird, Rick has Laird and Doug in tow, right? And if it's something good, then they're thinking, hey, we may need Laird to come take a gander. And as Gary pulls it out from behind his back, you know, wow. That's all he can say. And he's got his hands up like, what? Is <laughs> it, that's a, this is a big deal. It, it's a huge this deal. This is like one of those legendary things that you can find that they've heard tale about. Mm -hmm. And now they're seeing it in person. It, you know, it's a big deal. Well, that's just it. Is it legend or is it truth? And at what point, you know, can Steve mark it on the map because it's been found? It's true now. It's true now, it's and it can thing. be added to the map. Yep. And so uh, Rick asks Laird uh, what he makes of it, because Laird is there, too. Mm -hmm. And uh, Laird says, well, it's old. I love it. Classic Laird. Classic I'd Laird. agree, Laird. It is old. Yeah, he says he has no problem with it being 18th century, which means 1700s people. Mm-hmm. And I love that uh, later Gary's like, what is it when they talk to marty they're like even laird said he'd be okay with the 17th century so if laird says it i that nobody's blowing it out of proportion if even laird is good with it laird's good with it <laughs> all right so rick's like hey yo we need to give marty a call mm -hmm. right and so oh but before that i guess billy says that they want to rename this uh, area the treasure path eventually someday. Hopefully. someday yeah hopefully they keep finding stuff so it is the treasure path yeah all right so rick calls marty and says um hey bro guess what they found right yeah. it's like well it's funny because he quickly like he just hands the phone off he's like hey bro um here he's, <laughs> he's like he can't even say it he he he's Marty's like, yeah, when he answers the phone for Rick. <laughs> and then when he gives it to Gary, he's like, oh, hey, Gary. <laughs> it's like he knows something good's coming yeah. if it's versus his brother. Yeah. Yeah, what do you want? Yeah. Oh, Gary. <laughs> oh, oh. You know what? I bet you anybody <laughs> listening to this podcast would be so excited to get a phone call from Rick Lagina. And Marty's just like, Meh. Oh, Rick, again, <laughs> what? what? Do you got this time? What kind of scheme you up to now, big brother? <laughs> how much more do you need <laughs> yeah so gary tells marty that they have found something really interesting mm -hmm. they found one of the ring bolts and it is magnificent magnificent and he's excited about that mm -hmm. and this is where they you know say even laird saying goes back to the 18th century yeah I if mean, you got a laird stamp of approval on it that's good that's golden it's old it's old it's been in that swamp and that muck for a long long time mm-hmm uh, Marty says that Carmen needs to look at it, and Rick says, you know what? I think the next person I'd like to look at it is actually Tom Nolan. 
Because mm-hmm. uh, Marty's like, oh, yeah, Tom's, pro- Tom's seen some of those before. He's at least seen pictures or something. Yeah, so he would be a good eye to be, you know, to get on that ring bolt. Absolutely. So everyone agrees that the find is absolutely epic. Yep. And uh, that's when the show comes to an end. But it was, I, a good, it was a good episode. It was a great episode. And they have definitely teed us up for another good episode tonight. Uh, wow. Well, so next time on, or wait, wait, tonight on the Curse of Oak Island. So Jack and Charles um, are with Carmen Lake and they're with the ring bowl. Hmm, okay. And Jack asks, what kind of things would something like this be used for? And Carmen responds just very matter of factly, oh, Tamora's ship. Like, duh. Duh. There's this only, is what it is. Yeah, there's only one choice here. Uh-huh. This is what it is. It's kind of like what Carmen's saying. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. At least that's what I perceived. Um, uh, he was just like, oh, just, yeah, this would be Tamora's ship. Like, he's like, I've seen these. No big deal. Okay. And then like, we go back to what? the swamp. It looks like. Mm-hmm. Back to the swamp as Spooner, Aaron, Miriam, Craig, and Whereas one other person, I'm guessing maybe Scott. Mm, okay. Um, Spooner is holding a rock mm. and says, why put a ring bolt in a rock here? He's pointing to like the curved edge of um, what looks like to be a flat or cut rock. I, I don't know. Mm. And that's assuming that that's where that ring bolt came out of. But we could just be... Thing. No, they're all spitballing at this point. Uh, yeah, it, it's hard to say where where the thing came out of. If the ring bolt was just there, like not in anything when they found it, that why would it be? <clears throat> Don't know. We'll find out tonight. Maybe. Hopefully. Or we'll get more questions, and I'll have more questions, which is very possible. Um, sorry, where was I? So Billy responds with um. It's possible they were working with block and tackles, you know, heavy cargo, heavy stuff. Uh, Spooner agrees. We always hear Gary mentioning stuff like that when he finds, um, like, those pieces of iron in stones throughout the island. Like, what do you use? You're you're pulling heavy stuff. Um, What else? Musket decoration, maybe? Cool. From coming out of the ground with Gary and Marty. Um, and Marty saying that that speaks to wealth. Uh, Rick and Aaron Taylor in the money pit. And Rick asks, you know, should we be chasing it? I'm assuming we're talking about Pepper Shaft. Always oh, no. chase it. That's the answer. Always chase Always it. Always chase it. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody's there at the money pit. Wow, look at this. It's exactly what we were, what we hoped for. We're heading for the money pit. Dun, dun, dun. So they probably got the corners of the Tupper shaft or something. Oh, they must have, they must have pulled up some gold or something. That's exactly what they're looking for. I guess that's true. That's what they're looking for. I don't know. We'll find out maybe tonight. I saw an official like, uh, breakdown or, or not uh, like a list of the next few episodes yeah and like the a couple of them uh they're like the title of the episode mm-hmm. um can't remember them off the top of my head but 
it looks like there's at least, let me see. Actually, I'm looking at the list now. One, two, three, four, five, six. There's at least seven episodes left. So yeah, we got a lot of lot going on. All the way into March. Yeah, almost to April. Mm -hmm. And um, so episode, tonight's episode is called A Bend in the Road. So, so are we hmm. headed back to the money pit at the well, bend? I don't know. I don't know. Just what? around the stone road bend. I look once more. For the money pit over there. Sure. That's all I got. Yeah. All right. So that's kind of it. And uh, I guess we have some uh, little wrap up things like clot worthies. Yes. Uh, so for our winner of last week of the clot worthy moment. No. They're over here. Oh. The stone pathway curving up and running along the eastern border of the swamp. The Stone Pathway won last week. Wow, it's almost like it was predicti <laughs> predicting uh, what this week's episode would be called, The Bend in the Road. Oh, I guess that's pretty true. I didn't have as point. many clotworthies this week uh, to choose from. Oh, you didn't? No, so, at least I didn't feel like it. Hopefully at least one was really good. Well, I think two were good enough to I think make almost the list. all of the clotworthies are really good. So, All right, so... Um, that's what won last week. Congratulations to um, uh, to the Stone Road. The Stone Road. Congratulations! Now we have two more to go up against, <laughs> and you'll be able to vote for them on Facebook and Twitter. So let's hear what the first okay, choice is. First one is maybe the possible wall of the so-called Tupper Shaft. That's it. Short and possible sweet. Possible wall of the so-called Tupper Shaft. Okay. So-called. Why is he calling it the so-called? Mm. Okay. Next one. A double bolted lock used to secure a trunk or possibly a chest. Mm. So they're short and sweet double this week, lock. which I know you don't like. It's part of my life. Oh, you poor baby. Okay, so we got the Tupper Shaft versus the lock this week. So you're going to get those posted as soon as possible. Yep. So we can get those voted on. So uh, you can do that in our Facebook group could it be an oak island group uh you can find it through our facebook page uh which is facebook.com slash oak island podcast that's right uh or you can just look us up at oak island podcast yep and you can find us on twitter at oak island pod and you'll be able to vote there yes so those are the two places to vote we're also on instagram no you can't vote there but you can find us there that's right. um that is at oak island podcast we also have a email if you want to shoot us an email which is oakislandpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and if you uh, are a frequent Oak Island trivia player, mm -hmm. or if you enjoy it, or if you want to participate and you haven't yet, please join us on facebook.com slash oakislandpodcast on Monday nights, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. We have Oak Island trivia. Mm -hmm. And um, we'll continue that even into the off season. We'll go back and watch old episodes and do what questions about it. It'll be fun. And um, uh, what else? Oh, uh, tonight. We're doing uh, a pre live stream pregame at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Yes. Oak Island pregame, Oak Island podcast, or sorry, Facebook.com slash Oak Island podcast. Yes. Be, be there, there or be square. Or or miss out on it. And that's really sad because we have a good time. Uh, we just chat with y'all and uh, get excited for tonight's episode. Yeah. And if you ever, if you want to be considered to like write Oak Island trivia questions, because mm -hmm. we're going to probably try to do every other week, me and then on the opposite week, you know, one of the players and mm -hmm. listeners, one of the fans. Um, 
email us oak island podcast at gmail.com and you can uh you know do that yep um also we don't ever ask this but um if you're watching this live or if you are um listening and you can come find us on facebook or on youtube or anywhere click like please and yeah. it helps us out a lot it'll make it so that more people can see it um i know a lot this there is a, a a little chunk of people that are very happy just to have us to themselves i think but i think a lot of people if you share us it might bring some real joy to other people. I know you really like having this to yourself and you don't like so much extra competition for Oak Island trivia and whatnot, but you know what? Sharing is caring. Just study harder and you'll Just win. Just study harder? <laughs> but <laughs> Just be better. What? <laughs> it's fun. Uh, it's a great way for you to also meet other people. Everybody's very welcoming and excited to have new people there. I think we had 50 people playing last night, which was really cool. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like we off, we like, I don't know that I've ever asked people to click like on something. Maybe I have. I'm sure you have. Uh, we do it when we say hearts for Scott and for whatever, Scott. like if Scott Barlow shows up in yeah. our chat, but yeah, if you can throw some likes on like all of our stuff and maybe even comment on some of our posts that we make in, in weird places. Uh, okay. Maybe not weird places. That might be the wrong way to say it, but like we share things, Hey, click like and make a comment. It helps a ton. It, it really does. does. It helps us uh, get seen a little bit more. And it'll let people know that you actually enjoy hanging out with us. <laughs> All right. If, well, but if you don't, then, then, then don't. don't. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, last last little bits of business. Mm -hmm. You call our voicemail line. Yes. Be cool like Mario Lagina. He called it once. 360-836-4549. Correct. Um, what else was there? Is there anything else? I don't think so. I think we're wrapping this up. and We'll see you tonight for Oak Island uh, pregame. Yep. So until next time. Could it be?